Yeah, I feel like that's it mostly. All right. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, I, I, mean, I brought the uh, I, I brought the you know the the shit myself counter down, you know, back to zero days this week. Why? How did you? Well, shit I, yourself. I mean, I shit myself. I, you know, it's just it's one of those just never trust a fart situations, man. Well, I I got home from work, walked through the door as I was as I was like before I like came all the way in. I was like, oh, let me fart outside. You know, be courteous. No, no. Yeah, it wasn't a fart. Yeah, let the neighbors see that you <laughs> shit yourself. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like pouring out of my pants like a fucking fountain. It was just it's just a little squirt and you know, it was enough. That's all it took. I wanna let me see here. If I'm if I am is there, what what is it? It's August when we're recording this. So like in a month I'll be in a month I'll be thirty nine, so that means roughly in a little bit over a year, you'll be forty and yeah. you just shit yourself. I mean, Again. look, that means that means I have uh, over a year to you know, to not do it before I'm forty. I don't know what I'm saying. Are you gonna try to make it? Are you gonna try to make it a decade? Like once you turn forty, are you gonna be like, "This is this is my golden decade of no <laughs> pooping myself." I mean, I feel like that's like your last chance, you know, because because like once you once you start hitting your fifties, that's that's when you know incontinence sets in, and you just shit yourself and you have to wear diapers. Yeah, that's a, after a certain age, it's just say like, "Well, you can't control it now." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as well. You gotta, you gotta practice. You gotta practice your uh, Kegel exercises. <laughs> you gotta build that, build I, that I pelvic thought, floor. I don't man. think Kegels are for your asshole. No, they're not. But you can always try. <laughs> well, yeah, no, perfect. I'll, I'll work on it. I feel like there was something else that happened this week. I was gonna tell you, but I don't remember what. It doesn't matter. Did you piss yourself? Maybe I'll think of it. No, I didn't piss myself. Uh, did you? No, did you accidentally no, poop on happen. somebody else? No, no, I've I've never pooped on another person. Well, I mean, I guess as a baby, I probably did, but I don't think that counts. No, I don't. I think that's the getaway card. I mean, so oh yeah, yeah. I mean, have you shit yourself this week? No, no, I haven't. <laughs> it's been. I actually don't remember the last time I did. So, um, I think the last time I shit myself was had to be like eight or nine years ago. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I remember because because so so I I'd gone out to dinner and I Hold ate on. a lot. By the way, just just in case just just in case you hear a noise, it's because I'm leaning back in my chair because I'm just basking in this story. So please continue. You were yeah. eight or nine. You ate stuff. No, no, I was not eight or nine. It was eight or nine years ago. That no, makes I'm not, it so I'm not much better. It's been like yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not saying the last time I shit myself, I was eight or nine years old. It was eight or nine years ago. I mean, it might have been ten years ago, but yeah, I, I was trying to. I, I knew, I knew it was coming, and I was trying to, you know, do the waddle, the penguin walk inside, and it just didn't make it. I was driving home. I didn't shit in the car, but I got out of the car and was trying to do the penguin walk inside. Didn't make it. <laughs> All right, well, grip it and rip it. The official start of the Will and Matt podcast.
You are listening to Will and Matt of the 90s Missing in Action. I'm Matt. And I'm Will. And this week we're talking about Expect No Mercy from 1996. Uh, in this movie, the evil guy Warbeck is running like a virtual reality dojo. And he's also using the people he trained in the dojo to do like assassinations. And he's like recording them and then watching them as some kind of weird murder porn. It doesn't matter. Uh, Jalal and Billy Blanks, uh, I guess they're cops. I don't know. They We never find out exactly if they're cops or not, I don't think. Um, but they infiltrate the dojo to figure out what Warbeck is really up to and to stop him um, before he assassinates the key witness in some trial. Um, it does have like this this interesting Philip K. Dick-esque ending um, because there's a chance that Jalal and Billy Blanks are just in a simulation the whole time. Um, specifically, like there's a scene like in the final showdown where Billy's trying to fight Warbeck and he just disappears. And that would only be possible if they somehow um, also had hologram technology, which, I mean, who knows? Um, or it was just a simulation and Warbeck's trapped him in it. They also they also just don't beat around the bush and say that, yeah, you can, you can jerk off in the simulation. That was actually very... Uh upset that there was not a sex scene in the simulation because <laughs> like i assumed that there would be just from the premise of this film and then when they mentioned it that it's like yeah you can fight in there you could do this you could do that you could have sex and i was like oh okay so that's yeah, gonna set you up can, you can fuck in the simulation <laughs> yeah and so i assumed that that was definitely gonna happen because they mentioned it and then they just didn't do anything with it and i was like oh yeah. Huh. Interesting that you brought it up. I mean, you you thought it was a Chekhov's gun, but it ended up being a red herring. <laughs> Just waiting the whole movie for the simulation fucking. Like we can't we can't wait to see what happens when these buddy cops team up. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't call this a buddy cop movie. Would you call it a good movie? I mean, that depends on your definition of good movie. Uh, my definition is is that this is a good movie. My definition is is that this, outside of TC2000, might be my favorite Billy Blanks film. You know, this, I mean, this is like the culmination of everything that we've seen, you know, Billy and Jalal work towards. Like, this is, I think this is the last film that they did together. Um, is it? I don't know if, I think so, yeah. I don't know that film one, I assume film one, film one who's, was just Jalal's production company, kept making movies after this, but I don't know. That's a shame, man, because because this is so good. I, I, I mean, in the yeah, no, I guess I guess it is the last one because I'm looking at Billy Blanks's uh, filmography here, and yeah. I'm showing uh, there's Balance of yeah. Power, but Jalal wasn't in that. So yeah, this would have yeah. been the last yeah, one. Yeah, that was like his. Yeah, Balance of Power was like the last movie he did. I think like full on, like he was the the main character. Yeah, the lead. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, out outside of Dance Club, the movie. A short film where he plays a dance club dancer. <laughs> I think I saw in somewhere that the guy who wrote this also was the writer for uh, TC2000. Well, his story, well, story by. Um, so yeah, that man, checks out. Uh, makes sense. Um, he also was the guy that wrote Talons of the Motherfucking Eagle and Tiger Claws. Well, and that's a, it's a, so. Uh, there's a in the um. Yeah, I, I do have to, because, I mean, I know that we always will promote when we can uh, mention them, but Vinegar Syndrome released a Blu-ray copy of this. Um, yeah. And, and they released Talons of the Motherfucking Eagle. They released uh, uh, Tiger Claws. Um, it is available on YouTube, uh, just at the Film One account, because apparently, like, I think you brought that up before. Yeah, Film One is Jalal's production company, so he, uh, he puts, I mean... I, 
yes, the production company that made this movie also put it on YouTube for everyone to watch. So yeah. go watch it. <laughs> but the Vinegar Syndrome release of this is absolutely beautiful. The uh, It's really crystal clear how shitty the effects are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. And it's so good. There's also a uh, behind-the-scenes, like, 17-minute interview uh, with Blanks and Jalal discussing the movie uh, from, like, a couple years ago. Oh, shit. Okay. One of the things that Jalal mentions in the interview is that this had started off kind of being a follow-up to Talons of the Eagle. But the more that they were writing it, or the more that it was being written, it became this more cyber thing that I don't necessarily want to call it science fiction because I don't know exactly what this movie is. But yeah, but they they led away from Talons of the Eagle. Uh, Billy Blanks was working on another movie at the time. I think it was actually Balance of Power was what he was working on. Uh, this movie got Billy Blanks a house. Oh, really? Fuck yeah, dude. Jalal had initially had another actor in mind because um, Blanks was busy. Yeah, apparently it was Oliver Gruner. Yeah, and uh, and that Gruner apparently was uh, injured from whatever he was filming. So, uh, so then he asked Billy if he would be willing to do it. And Billy Blanks basically told him, like, look, I'm willing to do it, but I don't want you to pay me the way you normally do, which is like some at the beginning, uh, some in the middle, and then at the end of production, you get the rest of the payment. Blanks said he wants it all in one lump sum because he wants to buy a house. And Jalal, within 24 hours, figured it out and was like, okay, yeah, here's your money. Like, we're on. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, that's awesome. So I need you. So I need you to start running like a, a jewelry company, and then decide to sell it all, <laughs> so you can become a film producer, an action star. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Well, I gotta start with the jewelry company first. I should probably learn martial arts also. Yeah, at some point. But I think that that's one of the best things is because then you know we'll be the only rising action stars in our fifties, and yeah. like your yeah. your talent can be that you shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right um if my talent's that i shit myself what's your talent gonna be that i don't walk away from <laughs> our friendship <laughs> wow wow all right damn i mean who wanted oh, okay. oh yeah but how would you feel if somebody walked up to you and was like hey you're are you the guy that does the podcast with the dude that shits himself <laughs> like do you want to Look, be that guy? You're telling me you're telling me you don't think that everyone has shit themselves before. Everybody has. Okay. Just not on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, I didn't shit myself on the podcast. It just happened. But you mentioned it. Here's the thing. Think about this. Mark Marin talks about everything and i don't think i've ever heard mark Marin introduce his show with talking about like yeah so this past week i shit my pants stamps.com well look man if you you can you're you're the one that edits these you can take it out yeah no no i'm gonna leave the entire entire segment that's actually gonna be its own separate episode <laughs> look i mean shit happens all right literally in this scenario. This week's episode's only five minutes long. It's just a story about Will crapping his <laughs> pants while trying to make it inside. Oh, man. Um, I want to bring up that the... So the special effects in this film, like I said, are not great. It's a low-budget movie. They uh, So Hackers was made at like roughly the same time. 
Uh-huh. Hackers has wildly better. Like, I know that Hackers had more money than this movie had, but I don't quite understand how the difference went from Hackers being like really good, cool, like computer effects to this is like just basement, like bottom of the barrel stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, look, all they all they did to to make virtual reality was just put like uh, like some kind of like out shiny outline on everybody. Yeah, that's all they had to do. And I mean, it, it's the effects are fine. Like you get the point. They're in virtual reality, and you know, if if you know the ending of the movie is any indication, they were in virtual reality for like a lot of the movie, and so those effects were great. Yeah, when it was when it all looked real. That's a, one thing that I don't understand is like how okay, so we see inside the virtual reality machine in which it's like this crappy version of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um and then then at some point Billy Blanks is being shown around the place and the person that's shown around uh, Vicky she's like it's like yeah look on that TV that's what the player is seeing right now and it's actual footage of somebody fighting on the street and it's like that's yeah. not that is not at all what she's seeing inside that machine right now. I mean maybe it is. It's not. Cuz we you saw know, inside we know, the machine. You know, you know, I mean we saw an interpretation of inside the machine. Can you ever really see inside the machine, Matt? Yeah, this movie, Expect No Mercy's that deep. <laughs> That's why out of all the virtual reality suits you could wear, because everyone was wearing a different one, Billy Blanks chose the one he chose. Yeah, well... Which is a weird... I, I also, I mean, speaking of just, like, virtual reality, um, there's there's a part where Billy Blanks fights a clown in virtual reality, because in virtual reality you can fight anything. Yeah, he fights a clown. He, he The clown rolls in and he kicks him right in the junk. <laughs> and I honestly thought the fight was over until it cut back and he's still fighting him. And I was like, oh, no, it would have been way better if they just cut there. That it's like, oh, well, and that's how see, you defeat a clown. While Billy Blanks is fighting the clown, Jalal is fighting a creature called Fango. <laughs> the only way I could describe Fango is it looks like old Greg painted himself silver. <laughs> Fango is clearly Fango is Fango's a Bonnaroo participant who <laughs> huffed too much paint and decided to cover himself silver. Yeah. It's it's one of uh Immortan Joe's cult that just, you know, got a little too happy with the paint. <laughs> in, in all honesty, it's a who made this costume? It's like, oh, it's for a student film. They were they were making a Mad Max fan movie. <laughs> got it well and not to mention so another character in the machine because of all these you can load up all these different fighters once they're in the virtual reality thing another one that i absolutely love is uh when they want to set the ai character and they decide the character bandit <laughs> and and by bandit i mean it's a fat dude wearing a domino <laughs> mask and a black and white striped shirt like he's from inspector gadget <laughs> yeah there is there is a fun scene while billy blanks is pretending to still be like a student at you know this dojo or whatever where they're like in the cafeteria and this guy just picks a fight with billy blanks because he just likes to fight <laughs> like i i appreciate the honesty of like the guy's like billy blanks is like what is your problem with me he's like i just like to fight <laughs> Well, that's it. That's it. Is like if we think, I mean, we think the characters inside the machine are crazy, but I mean, there's this large dude that wants that just likes fighting, and there's an actual villain supposedly in the real world who's just carrying around a bullwhip as his 
main <laughs> weapon. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is doing that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then there's another assassin named Alexander who takes his iguana everywhere with him. There is an assassin named Alexander that takes his iguana. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know that you're you know that you are seeking a, you're seeking out an amazing dojo or an amazing training camp or visual arts academy that happens to have a bunch of martial artists there. You know that it's a good one when you drive up to a giant concrete building and there's a dude standing on like the guard tower with a bow staff and he's dressed up like a party city version of just generic blade. <sighs> I just discovered something, so hold on. Give me the person in the movie that plays Spider is Michael Blanks. Yeah, Billy's brother. Yeah. Okay, brother. so that is I didn't realize that was Billy's brother. In the beginning of the movie, yeah. I almost I wanted to go back and rewatch it because I thought that was Billy. And then I was like, okay, am I racist? Because I just saw another black guy and it's like, oh, that's Billy Blanks. No. No, okay. It's Billy's fo- I was the whole movie I'm thinking, God, they look alike. I love that we're over a hundred episodes into this podcast. And even at this point, half of this podcast is us t- talking about notes we've taken, and the other half is on the spot discovery. <laughs> you mentioned that I'm like, yeah, dude, that's in my notes. How did you what? And I like that it's actually like, oh shit, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Michael Michael Blanks used to be a uh, basketball player. He, uh, he he wasn't used to martial arts fighting. Uh-huh. So Billy said that it was actually is tough getting a lot of those scenes because he because uh, he would get worn out having to do such a long take of martial arts as opposed to you know oh shit okay what he's used to doing is basketball so yeah yeah but apparently I looked up Michael Blanks and I think he has like he has his own exercise thing now because of course he does why wouldn't he yeah I mean I mean yeah. if Billy did it why wouldn't you. Yeah, I honestly, I had no fucking idea because I saw him in the beginning and like it confused the shit out of me because I thought Billy Blanks was working for Warbeck and then like he's sneaking in and pretending like I was very confused for like the first half of this movie and I just decided, fuck it, it's this is a Billy Blanks movie, I'm going with it. And and then at the end, the third act, I realized, okay, no, Spider is not, oh, yeah, so, and then, oh, yeah, now I realize, I'm looking at the IMDb and realize, no, Spider's name, like the person who played Spider is Michael Blanks, who's Billy Blanks' brother. Yeah, I like that, I like that in the interview, Billy talks about working with his brother on that and saying like how much they really enjoyed uh, the confusion of like on screen having two people that look so similar so it looks almost like somebody fighting themselves and they really yeah. liked that they're the only filmmakers that would say that because don't do that you're gonna con- you confuse the shit out of the audience because everybody thinks it's the same guy wow i mean it, it was listen it worked i was confused so oh wow. i believe it <laughs> i can't remember if it's alexander or if it's spider that uh keeps yelling cha uh during it's the spider. opening it's sequence. spider that keeps yelling cha yeah okay yeah 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 he does yeah, it a I thought lot. that was a strange thing. Um, I have it in my notes. Why Why does Billy Blanks keep yelling cha? Because this is at the point where I thought that that was Billy Blanks. <laughs> I also like the low bar that people have in this movie. The uh-huh. bodyguard. for So the assassination that happens at the beginning of the film. I absolutely love that this guy, this billionaire, he has a bunch of bodyguards around who aren't doing shit and aren't good at their jobs, clearly. Um, yeah. But the guy walks down to the pool and like grabs his wife and kisses her. And then it cuts back to his bodyguard. And his bodyguard, he just looks at him and he's like, that's one smooth dude. <laughs> I don't, 
that's not something that you would say about anyone ever. Like that, you can't say that with a straight face. But he did it. He looked up to that guy for kissing his wife. Yeah, and I mean, if he delivered that line fantastically, a lot of the lines in this are delivered fantastically. I'll give you that. <laughs> I do like the um, the the VR technician um, who's just credited as technician, played by Laser. Yeah, Laser. Yeah, Laser. That dude's pretty awesome. Yeah, can you say his last name though? Please mention what his last name is. Rockwood. Yeah, Laser Rockwood. Is this guy? Yeah. He's not a porn star. No, no, and and in fact, so if you search Laser Rockwood, you'll find like Laser Rockwood biography on YouTube, which is just I'm assuming someone in his family has just posted pictures of him and his life. Uh, he's a weird looking guy, so there's no mistaking it's the same fucking dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's it's because there's not there's not a lot of information on him on INDB. Um, but yeah, man, he's just he's just a weird guy from Yugoslavia. <laughs> um, if you're watching this movie and you're trying to figure out who, which actor is Laser Rockwood, he's the one that looks like he's Udo Kier trying to portray Carrot Top <laughs> as a scientist. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's a that's a it's a pretty apt uh, explanation. It's an apt description. He looks badass though. I wouldn't fuck with that guy. Yeah, I do like uh, the guy Goldberg. Um, at first, I thought that that was Eric Bogosian because he looks very similar to Eric Bogosian, at least in this movie. I can you tell me what it was that Goldberg was being hunted for? Um, I think he was he was like a witness for something. Oh, okay, yeah, because there is the scene where the two agents are asking him like, "What are you going to say?" And he said, "Look, as a job for money or something like that." Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I think he's a witness for like the the rich guy or whatever. Yeah, Goldberg, the importance of Goldberg seems very unbalanced in this film, because I don't know what the point of Goldberg being in this movie is. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it seems like there's a lot of scenes that are dedicated to it as if it's like an important like B story, um, but it's not. Like, I don't, Jalal and Billy Blinks don't even know who he is. Like, they're just, they're just trying to stop Warbeck from doing whatever he's doing. They have no idea anything about it. Yeah, like last I remember, doesn't 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 Goldberg just run off? Yeah, yeah. So um, Billy Blanks is like riding with him in the car, and the car explodes, and Warbrook's like, "I would have been safer with them," and he yeah, he just runs off. Yeah, so Goldberg just leaves. Goldberg, who they're trying, who they've been trying to protect for this entire time, leaves, and they're not worried about. It. They're like, ah, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, yeah, that's fine. You know, you can go. And to be fair, the two agents that uh, were protecting him initially, that hire Billy at the beginning, yeah. um, or not hire him, but put him on this assignment, I will say from the very get-go, as soon as I saw them, I knew they were going to die. That's fair. Primarily because I don't have a lot of confidence in any agent that kind of looks like you and me had a kid. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could get we could get cheap suits and afford LTD and just roll around and act like we're agents for something. People would probably believe us, I think. Would they? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we looked apart. They'd be they'd be like call it like whatever store we're sitting out in front of, they're like talking to the manager. Like there's two creepy dudes out there that I walked by, the car smelled like somebody shit themselves. <laughs> I regret telling you that I shit myself now. Yeah, 
I thought it would just be a, a fun anecdote for to start off the, the podcast, get us in the mood to make jokes about a movie. And for You mean for the rest of time? <laughs> and next week when we start the podcast, I'll be like, hey, you know what? Let's talk about last week when you crapped yourself. Um, <laughs> let me see. So one of, the, one of the lines that I absolutely love in this is uh, when Vicky sets off the alarm and Jalal says uh you didn't damn it Vicky and her response with the utmost sincerity is uh I thought you were industrial spies yeah she does say that I don't think anybody uh, another line that I don't think like all these lines in this movie should not exist yeah, and then the the the, the next the best thing about that is like afterwards Jalal gives her all like the the disc of data that you know he stole yeah. from Warbeck, and it's like I don't know that I would trust her at this point. I mean, she did like call security on you. Yeah, and then it, then what does she do while they're getting captured? She runs off to her dorm room, changes clothes into a weirder outfit, and yeah. then yeah, one with like shoulder pads, but like not on her shoulders. It, it two, it, one on each ankle and one on each like I don't know arm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, like her upper arm. Yeah, and then she can't break the passcode to get into the file that for some reason Jalal unlocked, copied, and then encrypted. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were just they copied over encrypted, and she's like, "Man, Jalal must be a better hacker than I am." And it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, obviously, you're not a hacker, and I didn't realize Jalal was <laughs> hacking. <laughs> that was that's that's what I love. She she said, "If I wrote this down, if Eric broke into this, he's a better hacker than I am." I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, and we know that he got into it because we, as the audience, we saw it with her <laughs> as it happened. Yeah, she didn't ask anything about the passcode, nothing. I don't even know why she has to access the file. She just needs to give the evidence to the FBI and it's set. It's done. The whole movie would be over. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's, yeah, she should, that would have been smart, actually. But, yeah. but we wouldn't have gotten the whole, like, is this all really virtual reality or not kind of thing. That's it. Uh, okay, so when he walks into Wolf's office, not the first time when he just happens to find his way into Wolf's unguarded office, um, but the second time when Wolf is going to challenge him, and he walks in there, and Wolf or Warbeck ends up saying, like, I'm not really here, I'm in the system, and stuff like that. At that point, again, another situation where it's like, cool, then destroy the computers. Yeah, he should have destroyed the computers. Well, here's the thing. Like, I mean, maybe he was unable to destroy the computers because he subconsciously knew that he was a part of them. I don't even know. Why, why, why are you getting so deep on this movie? I mean, this is, this is a deep movie, man. This movie really is asks it? the questions. It asks. It, it asks the questions. He, he says to, speaking of that technology... And the computer. And the scene when he walks into that room to confront Morbeck. Billy Blank's intro line to him is, oh, it's the virtual reality himself. Yeah. What is... That's that's not a proper sentence. But it is, though. Because he's the virtual... He is the virtual reality. (laughs) That's... I That and the... The line in which he goes to fight Michael or Spider. He he's in the they're in the basement, which is awesome because of course you have to have a basement fight scene in a movie like this. Um, like in the boiler room, he rounds the corner and he looks at Michael and he says, "Nice place you got here." And then Michael just beats the shit out of him for like three minutes straight. Yeah, yeah, that does happen. I, 
I want to have more movies where somebody delivers like, oh, here's here's going to be my killer one-liner. And then after they do it, they just get the shit beat out of them. Yeah. I mean, I think that that should happen more often. One thing that I, I do appreciate in this movie. So, you know, they get Billy Blanks, like he's going undercover to Warbeck's cyber t- training thing or whatever. And so like when he gets in there, like they explain like the different levels of training there is. And it's like one is like no pain. Like, you know, you can't feel anybody touching you. And like two is like quarter pain or whatever. And then it's like, and then five is double pain where everybody's like hurts twice as much when you get hit. And so the, the technician is like, does like three of like the level ones with Billy Blanks and like, yeah, fuck this guy. Then they put it to five. Yeah. Let's crank it up. <laughs> like that's, I don't, the, the, all the, all the system, whatever the system was, whatever the whole universe rules that they created for this virtual reality machine made zero sense to me whatsoever. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. One of the bodyguards has a fanny pack, so <laughs> it, it doesn't I mean, matter. Look, so but part of their reality to go to virtual reality, or part of their reality, part of their outfit to go into virtual reality is they have to wear like a leather or like rubber vest with like silver on it. And I don't think, I feel like that's not actually necessary that Warbeck just lied to them about that and made them wear it. You mean with the little like the little tiny pieces yeah. of holographic wrapping paper? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. thing. I lo- I love that look. That looked incredibly 90s. <laughs> but again, it's another so like you know how this is actually I think that this the costume in this movie is amazing to me because like you know how they always say that uh you should dress for the career you want. Yeah. If 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 we're basing it on that, I I know absolutely nothing about what any of these characters want to do for a living because That's fair. But, between that and then you have like Spider or Alexander wearing a mesh shirt at some point. And then Billy at the end of the movie, when he goes to fight, he's rocking his mess shirt again from like TC 2000, which I'm assuming is because the dude sweats a whole lot. But Billy Blinks is the wettest man I've ever seen. Well, now I know what to, what I'm getting you for a T-shirt uh, for your birthday. <laughs> that is that is a wet man. All right. Like the first time they actually introduce him in this movie, he's just dripping. Like, he's literally, he looks yeah. like he just got out of the fucking pool. Yeah, by the time that he confronts Warbeck in the lobby of the, like, uh, college that they're, or the university that they're filming at, he, it's, it, like, every part of his face is beaded in sweat. He didn't, he didn't wipe off his face, nothing. Like, it, like, if I get, like, just the smallest drop of sweat, I'm immediately wiping my head. Oh, yeah, me too, man. I, I fucking hate it. Yeah, Blanks is just like, nah, I got this. I'm good. Yeah, well, this because it beads off of him. Like, he's like a freshly waxed car. But the, he put that Rain-X on, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, his whole body is coated in Rain-X. In the final fight with Warbeck, though, Warbeck does rip off his shirt. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a you have to. It's a low-budget action film. Somebody has to get their shirt ripped off. I mean, yeah, I guess. And I mean, it might as well be Billy Blanks because sure. Yeah. Well, also Warbeck. So Warbeck, apparently the actor Wolf Larson, um, 
who I do or do not know, like we said last week uh, in the closer to last week's episode, talking about Wolf. No, I do not know if Wolf Larson actually participated in taking a lot of cocaine. He just looks like the guy that would have in the 80s. <laughs> um, but that being said, his character in this movie, so they have them imprisoned in the place to learn their fighting moves to get into the virtual reality machine so that way they can train all of their foot soldiers how to fight like them. Yeah, Vicky. Vicky breaks them out. Warbeck, and they even crash through a gate to get out of that place. Warbeck doesn't know that they're gone until they show up at the Goldberg safe house. I mean, yeah, that is that is true. How how shitty are you? How shitty is your job, or uh, uh, are you at managing if you don't even know that two of your prisoners straight up escaped, wrecked the gate until it's like, oh shit, they just showed up there. That's weird. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I feel like they have a bunch of security, but none of it's like it's it's, it's like security that's like not designed to let you know if someone bypasses it somehow. You know, you would think like if you design like a security gate, like if someone rams it with a truck, you'd get some kind of warning, but they don't. That doesn't happen. It's just like as long as everyone follows the rules, the security is in place. I'm really hoping that people were coming and going throughout the day and they just kept seeing that gate and they're like, oh, that's weird. Something something bad must have happened. And then just continued about their day. Nobody reported Yeah, exactly. It. That's what happened. They're just like, oh, it looks like somebody ran into this. Huh. Oh, well. I do like that. Uh, so during the so they're going to explode the place. Uh, Warbeck decides he's just going to blow up the entire thing because I guess. I Which guess. you know he probably only would only do because it's you know not real. It's only in virtual reality. You're you're giving a good like. Argument. Why would he blow up his own building? It's it's his building. Honestly, I was just assuming because he was done. Like I've been there. I've nah. been over it. You know. I think he was just like you know what. Fuck it. I don't care anymore. Like I don't think so, man. I think it's I think it's all virtual reality. I think he started to realize how bad his management was. Like he, uh, one of his rules is if the other guy screws up, go ahead and kill him. He's off the team. That's going to reduce your team by a whole lot. I don't know because we, when we saw that happen, we saw it happen in virtual reality. I see what you're saying, but either way, that's one less person, even in virtual reality, to serve on his team. Oh, but you can you can put more virtual reality people. Like you don't need. Yeah. You know, like it's it's since it's, since it's virtual reality, like he could have just had another one. Yeah, you know? he could have just spawned another Fango. Yeah, or he bandit. could he could have another Fango or just random clown guy. Somebody somebody programmed that. Somebody programmed Bandit. Yeah, yeah, we know who too. It was Laser. Yeah. Laser was like, who should be this guy that faces off against a martial artist? Oh, let's get like a fat burglar. And by fat burglar, I mean a fat burglar from like a 1950s Saturday, like Sunday morning comics strip. Yeah, yeah, like the Hamburglar. Yeah, like this this guy looks like somebody that, I don't know, would try to steal something from Dennis the Menace. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. It's all, it's it's virtual. I do think that uh, it was an interesting choice for when the bombs are about to finally go off and detonate and blow up the place. The Visual Arts Academy is what it's called, uh, or Computer Arts Academy, something like that. I do like that Vicky does get on the PA to warn everybody that they need to get out now, despite the fact that the whole building is actually full of, these are a bunch of foot soldiers. Yeah, yeah, all these people work for Warbeck. Yeah, why would you, why are you warning 
the bad guys. I mean, yeah, that is fair. She is warning the wet bat. That's why. That's why you know that it's all virtual reality because Warbeck's not going to blow up all of his guys. Like Damien was probably back there with his fucking whip. Nah, Damien was off the roof. Oh yeah, that's true. He, yeah, he's he. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. because he, he's fought Jalal. Yeah, I I think okay. So I I have to ask, who do you think is a better fighter, Blanks or Jalal? Oh, Billy Blanks. Do you think so? Well, no. Yeah, one hundred percent. You disagree? No, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I don't think anybody. I always feel like Jalal has the upper hand in every fight he's in. Now, granted, Jalal owns the production company that's making the movie. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> like. That's like saying Elon Musk's tweets get more reactions. <laughs> like, yeah, of course they do. <laughs> I do now. I want I want Lloyd Kaufman to do an action film where Lloyd Kaufman's like the best action star. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I think I think Jalal has is talented. I I do think Jalal is talented. But yeah, yeah I think Billy Flings no. is better. <laughs> that is fair. That is, there's a scene in which Billy does this amazing move that I don't think I've ever seen ever in an action film. Uh, one of the henchmen that's fighting him has put his like arms up around his own head and Billy jumps up in the air and brings both of his feet together to clap the guy on the side of the head. Yeah. I, I have never like that. I mean, and he lands it. It's not like he does that and falls down. It's not like a drop kick or anything. He does it and he lands. That's I don't know how anybody's capable of doing that. Because he's he's good. Or because it's virtual reality. I mean, it could be either one. I think it's just because Billy's good. <laughs> I believe that Billy could actually do all of this. I mean, yeah, probably. So is this like your favorite film one movie? Like this is number one for you? No, 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 no. TC2000 still. Okay, TC2000 is still number one. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I uh, let me look up because part of, part of this is discovery. Let me see. So what all, what all did film one actually do? Because I want to know if... Wait, is film one still around? Uh, I mean, they're putting up YouTube videos. But uh, either way, so, okay, so if we're going with the, the film one stuff that we know of, like, Talons, because it was Talons? Yeah, because that yeah. was Jalal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Talons of the Eagle. What's the other one? Tiger Claws. Tiger Claws, yeah, yeah, Tiger Claws. TC2000. I would I would have to put TC2000 first. I still think TC2000, but, but also I might be tainted on that because it's my introduction to the world that's fair that is billy blanks and that's fair action and and jalal plays a villain in that one yeah 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 as part of the picassos is that their name <laughs> yes yeah okay it was because they it painted was, their faces all funny it was the picassos fantastic yeah. i want to go back and rewatch tc2000 now <laughs> but then i'd put this one second and then talons of the eagle okay so i mean is that i mean how what, what are we doing as far as rating then I have no idea. What do you mean? Rating them for this week? Yeah. Yeah. I I how are we going I, to rate Expect No Mercy? I have no clue. I have no clue, man. What are you feeling here? Because like I think I I think I liked it more than Talents of the Eagle. I mean, I I agree. All right. So what does that mean? That means does it So are we replacing Talents of the Eagle? I don't know, man. Because I don't think because if we push it down, that means Anaconda's off. And I don't think we can take Anaconda off. We can't take Anaconda off. Yeah. And we can't. I mean, I feel like Hard Boiled needs to stay on the list. <laughs> it it so, does because it's the only it's the only thing that's giving the list any kind of merit whatsoever. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, also, I feel like I so I don't want to lose Tiger Claws because Tiger Claws I don't is also a film one movie, but it's Cynthia Rothrock and Bolo. You know, that's a great yeah, fucking yeah. movie. And well, and Jalal. Yeah, yeah, Jalal. Yeah, Jalal, yeah. Cynthia Rothrock and Bolo. That's a fantastic movie. So. I mean, we can we can either take Talons of the Motherfucking Eagle off and replace it with Expect No Mercy, which I, or we puss out and just make them tied with each other. We are I feel like so we need to, to keep list. Talons of the Motherfucking Eagle because, because you know, that's one of our Patreon re- rewards if we ever had one, is you can join true. Talons of the Eagle. <laughs> that's true. So, yeah. So, okay. So, let's go ahead and make it tied for now. We'll probably correct it in the future and try to figure yeah, out Yeah, yeah. We, we might have to fix it, especially because next week we're going to do martial law with Cynthia Rothrock. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. So, for now, it's tied. Yeah. For now, we're tied. We'll see what happens next week. Yeah, so for now we have Tough and Deadly tied in first place with Ricky, a story of Ricky. Yes. Tied in second place, we have Talons of the Motherfucking Eagle and Expect No Mercy. Then we have Tiger Claws. Then we have Hard Boiled, the only film of merit on our entire list that actually makes people look at it and say, hey, they do watch good movies. (laughs) Um, Then we have Anaconda. Because Because then they can go, oh, wait, never mind. (laughs) Yeah, because John Voight and his closet full of fuck monkeys. And uh, then in in honorable mention, we have Blood Moon, the... Citizen yeah. Kane of Gary Daniels films. Yeah, yeah. Did you see, did you read in the trivia that um that Jalal or I guess film one wanted um I don't know the separation between Jalal and film one um but instead of yeah, yeah. Wolf Larson they wanted Gary Daniels um but then the the distributors like no 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 we need to get Wolf Larson in here yeah I don't I mean like I could see that I feel like I feel like my brain would break if it was Jalal Billy Blanks and Gary Daniels all in the same movie but also Gary Daniels is the least charismatic human being on the planet so i can't see him playing wolf larson very well you're getting you're getting warmer haha ha, i'm not even here i'm inside the machine <laughs> come and find me justin but but with a but with a british accent trying to not have a british accent <laughs> <laughs> hello mate let's have a burger <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so anyway, that's the list for now, I guess. Uh, I will say, I will say that if anybody gets a chance to check it out, obviously Vinegar Syndrome has this Blu-ray, but the movie is also on YouTube for free to just watch. Yeah. Um, I mean, but you should support Vinegar Syndrome because if if you like movies like this, Vinegar Syndrome is out here remastering them and throwing them out there on Blu-rays with, you know, incredible artwork and all kinds of shit for everybody. So yeah, which, and it shouldn't, it should have that and it, it does and it's getting the proper treatment yeah i will also say if you get a chance while on youtube uh search up uh some of the expect no mercy video game footage uh from the fantastically bad looking video game of expect no mercy that doesn't feature any basically any of the actors from the movies except for like a couple of the extras who took place <laughs> of like spider and somebody else but yeah yeah all right well um i i don't know man you got anything else no that is it all right well yeah i guess that's it uh this has been will and matt of the 90s missing in action and we will be back next week to talk about martial law with cynthia rothrock so thank you for listening yep thank you all for listening
Billy Blinks is the wettest man I've ever seen. 